stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided success for entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we talked purposeful entrepreneurship and resisting tempting shiny object syndrome. And this week, we're talking common pitfalls to avoid. And as you may have guessed, certainly last week's topic is one of them, avoiding grabbing up those shiny objects that come along for distraction. And of course, there's more. While asking and answering the questions of what do I really want and why do I want it are paramount. In creating a business, it is important to get some ideal customer feedback and input. Again, your ideal customer is the audience you serve. It's very specific. So for example, if you're a high-end hairstylist, your audience is not everyone with hair. It's much more specific, and it might be something like your ideal customer, maybe women over 30 who define their persona with their hair by intriguing cuts and color. It's important to define that audience you serve very specifically, and 99.9% of the time, it won't be you serve all women or all men or all women over 40. It's, it will be much more specific. You will waste a lot of time and money if you don't understand specifically your ideal consumer. Launching products or services without some data on how it might be received or needed is often an early entrepreneur mistake. And this doesn't have to be fancy market research that you pay for. This can be as simple as you've been hearing the request or demand for a product or service that you've been thinking about. Perhaps it's an extension of what you're doing, whether for a traditional employer currently, or it's another area for your current business. And doing a simple survey monkey, uh, informal or more formal surveys is a great way to capture some of that. Now, there are some exceptions here, and depending on what your product is, you do want product testing and research in a more formal way for not only viability, but perhaps safety or regulations, uh, particularly if you have a physical product, and of course, depending on what it is. So testing and dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's are critical before investing in finished products that may not pass muster legally or technically. On that same note, complicating your idea, your product or service by working for perfection. And that could be too many options or bells and whistles or too many components or just too many choices that are similar. This can not only hinder progress, but confuse your audience and muddy the waters of your brand. It's all too common. We often want our thing, whatever it is we're offering, to be perfect before it comes out. It's kind of like creating that brand new human and passing it off with, I hope you like it. And one, at the moment, none of us are creating new humans as a product. And perfection is not attainable, nor should it be. Watch that you are sticking to what it is you know and what you do best and implement imperfectly. Which leads me to another pitfall, and we all do this one. So you're working on delivering this fabulous service widget thing, and you spend a ton of time looking at all your competitors and what they're doing. 
I have a fairly strong opinion here. First, I believe there's plenty of business to go around. But more importantly, too often you can lose your focus on your own ideal customers that you're serving and lose focus on why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. Look, you don't want to completely ignore the competition, but it does you no good to focus on things you can't control and you and what you offer are different. One, because it's you, and if you are service-focused, it's likely very much about you, your brand, and what you represent, and your pricing models are unique to you. So don't let the competition get you twisted up in modeling your business after a competitor. That's not your focus. And if you are some of my weekly listeners, you know that I'm going to point out the pitfalls of the numbers pricing to be exact. And it follows the competition pitfall because so often entrepreneurs are basing their pricing structures off their competition. Am I higher? Am I lower priced? Do I have about the same pricing? And the problem with that is not only you and your offerings are unique, but more so that pricing is not driven out of good data. If you simply price according to your competitors, you have no idea if you're profitable. Are you giving it away? Are you overpriced? Are you underpriced? You really have no baseline. And while you might think it's a good idea to price below your competitors to gain business, this strategy is often not sustainable because you don't know if you're actually covering costs or making any money. It's the reminder of if you have revenues of $100,000 and it costs you $150,000 to deliver it, well, that's not the point for most of us. This is one of the foundations in the Financial Roadmap for Entrepreneurs course. If you can't determine if your offerings are profitable to you and your company, you really have no idea where you stand financially, and you can't make good decisions based on guesstimates. So be sure you're not putting too much emphasis on competitors and you have a good data-driven foundation to know you are well-priced for your business to be successful and for the ideal customer that you serve. And if you're tuning in for the first time or the 30th time to my podcast, I would love it if you would subscribe if not already. And of course, if you're learning a thing or two, gaining inspiration, or simply enjoying it, give me a shout out with a review. I so appreciate it. Thank you for joining me. And I can't wait for next week where we're talking 2021 planning. What have you been doing to prepare? I'm Sheila T. And until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.